A mathal is a parable, an example that Allah Ta'ala gives in the Qur'an. Amthal is the plural. There are about 41 amthal in the Qur'an, and today we're only going to be introducing the topic, inshallah Ta'ala. So the question is, we won't be able to cover all of them, but the question is why? Why does Allah Ta'ala speak in parables? Why speak with examples? And subhanAllah, this is not just in the Qur'an, but you find in Al-Injil wa Torah, even though we don't fully agree that all of it is authentic, but still you find many parables. So this is, seems to be the way that Allah teaches. Even in a hadith, many parables. If we can keep the speaking to a minimum, brothers in the back there, if we can just keep the speaking, there's a, there's a lobby, you can speak out there inshallah. Well, the reason why Allah Ta'ala uses parables in the Qur'an is number one, because they can use very few words. They can paint a very clear picture, they can be extremely relatable, and they can have multiple layers of meaning, and they can be eloquent, beautiful, artistic, and inspiring. So when you put all this together, Allah Ta'ala speaks to us in a way that really, as you could say, hits the nail on the head. Really, subhanAllah strikes a powerful analogy. And one other small point is that every parable in the Qur'an is an example of qiyas. For those of you that are more fiqh-oriented, this is analytical reasoning, which proves that qiyas is valid in fiqh. Anyway, that's a side point. We need to step, step back and appreciate something about Al-Amthal. First and foremost, we have to understand that Allah is our creator. And since Allah Ta'ala is our creator, He is nothing like this creation. What does that mean? That all the parameters of this universe don't apply to Allah. The dimensions of height, width, depth, having color, texture, weight, temperature, speed, things like this, we don't attribute to Allah Ta'ala. He is beyond this realm. Subhanallah amma yushrikun. However, it's very important to recognize that everything in this life can be used to learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What do I mean by this? What I'm saying is that our life, our purpose of our life is a test. And therefore, everything in this life can be a lesson. And so therefore, the conclusion is what? Nothing in this world can be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing in this world can be God. However, everything in this world can be used to learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing is too big or too small to learn a lesson about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with that, we introduce the first ayah, which talks about the concept of amthal, where Allah ta'ala says, as the shaykh just recited, uh, Allah ta'ala says what? Well, actually, before I mention the ayah, let's hear the context. Allah ta'ala, we know, in Medina, when Allah, ta'ala, when, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Prophet to Medina, the Yahud, the, 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 the Jews and the Ahlul Kitab, they heard the Qur'an, they said, why is God sending parables of small things, embarrassing things. Allah is sending, Allah is sending an example of Ankabut, a spider, or a dhubab, a fly. And so they said, What? Allah is too great for this, to be giving these, uh, uh, these amthal al muhaqqarat, these, these uh, belittling or, 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 or insignificant type of examples. So Allah Ta'ala responds to this and says, What? Indeed, Allah is not shy or timid to present an example, that of a mosquito or what is smaller than it. So it's interesting, baqun is how you usually say a mosquito, but ba'udha is like a smaller one, ba'ab means part of. So ba'udha is like a baby mosquito, like even the smallest one. To the Arabs, they thought this was the smallest creature visible to the eye. So Allah Ta'ala is using an example, not of something like an atom or an electron, something that wouldn't make any sense to them. Allah is using an example of something that they know that they consider to be the smallest creature that they can see with the naked eye. Wa can mean that which is bigger than it or that which is more far-fetched, as in even smaller than that. So SubhanAllah, very interesting wording. What is the lesson here? There's a number of lessons. So number one, the sincere student says to himself, look, if a lesson is taught well, I don't care if it's written on a big piece of paper or a small one, one that has lined paper or one that has blank paper. I don't care if it's a white paper or if it's slightly yellow tint paper. If, as long as the lesson is good, I take the lesson. 
Whereas the insincere one complains about the details. Oh, I didn't like the way it was written, this and that. Similarly, the individual elements of a parable shouldn't matter. What matters is the parable holistically, does it convey a true and beneficial message or not? So this is the first point that Allah Ta'ala is saying. It doesn't matter what the parable is, everything in this universe can be used to teach you a lesson. That's point number one. Point number two, Allah Ta'ala is saying, listen, I can use whatever I want to teach about this world, even a mosquito. Why a mosquito? Why mention it? We could, Allah Ta'ala could mention anything. Don't we, do we think about these things? Why did Allah Ta'ala say, look, I can teach about this world anything I want, even a mosquito? Mosquito? Do we remember that the Prophet said what? In Tirmidhi, Sahih Hadith, لَوْ كَانَتِ الدُّنْيَا تَعْدِلُوا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ جَنَاحَ بَعُوضَةٍ Same word, بَعُوضَةٍ uh, uh, ما, ما سَقَى كَافِرًا مِنْهَا شَرْبَةَ مَائِنْ The Prophet says what? If this world had the value of even a mosquito's wing, less than even a mosquito, nobody smacks a mosquito and then says, oh, let me grab its wing and put it in my pocket, I've got to save it, it's so precious. No, we don't care. Allah is saying, if I even had the... the the, the, the amount of significance of the mosquito's wing of this dunya, I wouldn't even let the disbeliever, the one who rejects me, I wouldn't even give him a sip to drink. So that means this whole dunya, you can have it. Fir'aun, you can have it. Uh, whoever, this uh, evil, evil people, you can have it. I don't care. This, this dunya means nothing, subhanAllah. So the Prophet is giving what? Ba'udah. So this is, shows a really deep connection that this dunya and the ba'udah, what they have in common, this world and this mosquito, number one connection, the insignificance of it. And number two connection is what? When we think about a mosquito, we think almost like what? Bloodsucker, vampire, right? Something that wants to take from you, something that's annoying, subhanAllah. And it will what? Delicately, very delicately, drain your blood from you, your life force, subhanAllah. This dunya, if you get impressed with the glitz and the glamour of this dunya, if you get impressed with chasing money and chasing dunya, what it's gonna do? It's going to delicately, very delicately drain your time and all of your potential and leave you with nothing, with no good deeds and no understanding of this Qur'an, which is maybe why this is the first time you're thinking, hey, I never asked myself, why does Allah Ta'ala mention mosquito? That's a problem. We should think about these things. Don't let the dunya keep sucking away all of your time and you don't seriously take the Qur'an as something important. Point number three, the materialistic person has a lot in common with the mosquito. The one who loves this dunya has a lot in common with the mosquito. Did you know that based on like ratios, if the mosquito was our size, and it was to consume blood, it would consume the same amount as roughly a bathtub of blood. Think about that, think about how much we eat. What, a plate, right? Imagine if a human being consumed was so gluttonous, was just so obsessed with taking more and more and more and more, you would fill up a whole tub. Wouldn't you just be like, that's horrendous. SubhanAllah, this is, this is teaching us a really important lesson. That this dunya, be careful, be cautious of the dunya and those who are addicted to it because it's so addictive that you are going to become gluttonous of this dunya and keep consuming and it will completely override and take over your life. Last few points, inshallah ta'ala. The first animal or creature that is mentioned in the Qur'an is this ba'udah. This is the first animal mentioned. What's the last animal mentioned in the Qur'an? Somebody. Elephant, mashallah, tabarakallah. And notice that the ba'udah is being talked about as how tiny it is. And the elephant, was which is by the way the largest land animal, is being talked about what? How big it is and how dangerous it is and how it's going to come with this army and destroy people. So that's really fascinating that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this parallel between something that is so small and significant and at the same time something at the end of the Qur'an, the biggest. And both of them by the way have, I don't know why and I can't tell you why, but this is something that we need to think about. Why do they both have very long noses or you could say a trunk, or the technical term is the uh, probos, uh, probos, proboscis. Proboscis is the technical term for the mosquitoes. I don't know why. I just think it's really fascinating, and I don't think that there are any coincidences in the Qur'an. So this Qur'an is putting the parallel between the two, and as you could say, mocking the disbelievers 
Why? Because they're saying the mosquito is so insignificant. Why is Allah Ta'ala giving a, 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 an example like this? Well, actually, if we compare it to the elephant, some, a fascinating point. If you go on Google and look up, how many people do elephants kill a year? It's unfortunate. The number is about 500. But exactly. How many people get killed by mosquitoes? These disbelievers. Why is Allah giving an insignificant mathal, amthal? Really insignificant? Okay, how many people do mosquitoes kill every year? Somewhere in the vicinity of 725,000 people die from mosquitoes every year. SubhanAllah. Don't take the Qur'an lightly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah ta talks, and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us something, every detail we need to pay attention to. And so Allah ta'ala says what? That indeed Allah is not timid to present the example of a mosquito or that which is smaller than it. And those who have believed know that this is the truth from their Lord. But as for those who disbelieve, they say, what did Allah mean by this example? This is the attitude of disbelief. To say, I don't even understand what this means. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. SubhanAllah, give it its due right. And Allah Ta'ala is saying he misleads thereby some people and he guides others by it. So may Allah Ta'ala make us of those who are guided by these amthal. Inshallah Ta'ala, we have about 30 nights together where we're going, through, going to go through all these different amthal, where we go over them in the Quran and we say, what is Allah saying by this? Why does Allah give the example of the disbeliever like this or the believer like that? What, what are these examples? Allah is saying what? That you have to give it its due consideration. So inshallah, hopefully every night we're going to cover one of these and we're going to try to complete this. May Allah Ta'ala give us the success to understand these ayat and be guided by them. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.